All right, new episode of the pod. We got a huge guest today. Massive. Tiff, in the house. So, welcome to the Youth Nation pod. Wait, it's actually going? Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're just ripping it. Yeah, it's super, <laughs> it's super chill. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, there you go. You know yeah. how to use a mic. You're a pro. I mean, how are you feeling? A few times. You feel I good? Feel great. Yeah. It's, thank you for coming on. I'm yeah. so excited. Yeah, we're so it's going to be super fun. It's going to be so, so good. Um, I'm, gonna, I'm so excited to watch Tori try to open this door right now. Oh, Why are these doors like 100 pounds? They oh, are no literally clue. like 1,000 pounds. Like put your whole body weight. Guys, we're in like, body weight. just for context, it. we're in the studio right now. And so the doors are like <gasps> mad heavy. In like pretty much every studio. <laughs> so you guys can't see what just happened, but Tori just came barging in, smoked Can we get our on the vlog camera. Smoked it. Um, <laughs> Tori, sit Tori down. Michael. The podcast is going. Tori, did you know we've already started? You're late. Okay. All right. So normally we start off with a game. So okay. it's called if worship leaders weren't worship leaders. Oh. So we're going to give you three people and you oh. just got to like rapid fire, like what job they would have if they I weren't love this. a worship leader. All right. Okay. First person is Chris. Oh. Well, he's a hard one, honestly. Yeah, I know. Um, what would Chris do other than he's lead worship? He's only been doing it for, you know, like 17 years. I know. I can't even picture him as anything else. You got to choose I your words wisely like... here. You know? That's true. Gotta... That's true. <laughs> what? What do you think? I was going to say, I feel like he could have been like a teacher. That is such that. a good, a substitute a te- teacher. Oh, a substitute <laughs> teacher? <laughs> No, I meant like a full teacher, but also like a full substitute. Is he like the cool substitute? Or oh, like, he's very cool. He's like oh, the chill yeah. he's substitute. He's the teacher yeah. that everybody loves. Yeah. But like, like he also like, I can't like, wait to be like in Mr. Brown's snap. class. They're not going to watch a movie that day. Right. Like, he's going to go he's gonna through go. He's going to make you do yeah. the work. He's going to make you do the work. Yeah. He's going to be fun and right. cool and <laughs> yeah. wear a cool outfit. He kind of lets you, so cool. lets you talk in class. All right. Next one is Brooke Lidgerwood. Oh. Okay. Um, I don't know her that well, but her vibe would give like a architect okay he would go oh, wow. in the spots oh, and be like i want it to look like this and kind of stylize Dang. architecture stuff dude low-key i feel like a lot of the like people on the pod answer like something to do with like houses for like right like yeah, any like female like worship. Yeah. like if they're not like a worship leader they'd just be like a interior designer like a, or something what, yeah like got the eye for the stuff you know the, what did tori say on that one pod uh <laughs> house tour guide House tour guide. Yes. Who is that yes. for? Like she, remember Emma Chamberlain? She could oh, be like yeah. a house tourer. Wait, you oh. know she literally just toured her own house. I know, and she did such a great job that I think she should tour everybody's house. Wow. Is that why you said that? Yeah. That's so funny. <laughs> All right, number three, we got B Lake, Brandon. Oh, okay, maybe like um, motorcycle. That's money. <laughs> That's money. A motorcycle is guy? a motorcycle or Honestly, <laughs> a motorcycle? Brandon Maybe Lake. like a motorcycle. <laughs> Brandon like Lake runs the Christian like biker Honda. gang out of South Carolina. And oh. they do like trips down the like eastern seaboard. I don't even know seaboard. if he has a motorcycle. He's in a biker <laughs> gang? <laughs> yeah, but he leads, it's like the Christian biker gang. Oh, he's in a biker gang? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For that sure. is legendary. No, he's not actually oh. in a biker oh, gang. Oh, oh you're just trolling. <laughs> no, that's what he would be doing if he wasn't I guess it's just that believable that I could like see it. Yeah, that's what I thought of motorcycle in my head but I'm like does he even have or ride that's crazy so by the time people are watching this your first single is going to be out which is crazy nuts how do you feel I feel so much gratitude like I I cannot believe that I had this opportunity to just like write and create and to be able to release it like I I'm filled with gratitude of course all the emotions like there's excitement there's nerves there's 
hopefully people like it. Like all of those things are in there, but for the most part, I'm just like so grateful. So what was like the inspiration behind the single, like writing it and whatnot? Well, uh, we wrote it at, the, at a rhythm camp. I don't know if you remember that. I think, yeah, I was yeah. there no for that. Way. No. Yeah. I so, think I like walked in and you like played us the song when we like first walked in. Yeah. Which is like legend. Sure. I, like, yeah, I don't even actually that. know which one you're dropping first. So it, it's, it's the, a single here. called Hidden Here. Oh, okay, okay. And the whole project is called, called Hidden here. here. But we wrote it like at a rhythm camp and we didn't really choose to do anything with it. So we kind of revisited it, rewrote it, revamped it. And just the whole heart is about like being hidden in the shadow of the almighty. Mm. The inspo that comes from Psalm 91, it's kind of been like a life scripture my whole life. Um, and so I don't know, like in a culture that everything needs to be seen, everything needs to be known. The moment you do it, the moment you post it, like everything is seen. I just find such like an immeasurable value in being hidden in the shadow and feeling like that is, that is what sustains us in, in life. And so that's kind of the inspo behind that one. What would you say is the inspo behind like the full album? Cause I believe your full album is called Get in here. Yay! Wait, yeah. where did that name come so from? So the same intro. <laughs> Actually, Tori is the one. <laughs> did yeah. you know that? My yeah, sister that. Tori. <laughs> she's the one that. That's why I'm on, that's why I'm on the pod today. It's all the things like parentheses yeah. wrong so I'm bad. like, I just think thought of it myself right. one day. No, we were chatting through and I was just struggling to know like what thought or title encapsulates kind of this whole journey, the whole project. And you said, well, what if you call it Hidden Here? Because... That's such a value of mine. Like, I love the thought of like, I don't know, a little backstory is like, I met the Lord like at the altar, at my parents' church. Like those were the moments that absolutely transformed and changed my life was just like being at the altar. It didn't matter what the altar call was. I just was there because I was so hungry to like experience and know God. And so the idea of like being hidden here is kind of encapsulating like those moments of like hidden in his presence, hidden at the altar. Um, and a lot of the songs, like they kind of hint on those kind of topics and themes and yeah. Wow, that's fire. Yeah. That's so and cool. actually this is kind of a little fun fact, but um, from the time that we were little, obviously like Tiff has been singing forever. And so this is the first album that's like actually coming out. We wanna talk about that in a second, but Tiff has a mixtape album that somebody recorded. Tony Archuleta, if you're watching this podcast, you were oh the gosh. very first one to discover Tiffany um, because he he told Tiff, hey, just play at the keyboard. I'm going to record through the little like Korg piano or something yeah. like that at our home church. And there's a little album of all of these like covers and a couple little spontaneous songs that Tiff did. Wait, is it like back on in, the like, internet? No, 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 it's literally a mixtape. It better CD. not ever it's just be. On it's like a CD. CD. It's a CD. Like they, they, like they, they put my senior photo on the on cover the of it. I'm not kidding. It's really, oh. it's really it's embarrassing. It's so sweet though. We have to hear that. I know, right? Even Honestly, offline, I need to go back offline, and find it. I would love to hear that. I'm gonna find it for you. So this is my second album. The second album. <laughs> this is not for soft debut album. Album. actually. I'm just so you go to SoundCloud right yeah, now. That's right. So like being the first solo artist to like actually come out with music on the EW label, how does that feel? And like how did that come about to like have that idea yeah. to do that? Well, it's crazy. Like I can't again, it's it's a gratitude. It's like I can't believe I get to do this. But I guess like a teeny bit of the backstory is I never had it in my heart to do anything solo, to do my own stuff. Mm. I've just like so enjoyed being part of a team, being like one member, like I, that that's just what I've always loved and never really thought I had what it what it took to do my own stuff to write my own things and 
to be honest, like I kind of felt like I was in a season of like creative drought. Like every time I would sit at my piano, I would just be like so uninspired by anything that was coming out of my mouth. Like to the point where I was just like, oh, am I even good at this? You know, like that's the season I was in. And I can remember like almost like something switched and I kind of came into the season, almost like this invitation from the Lord where there was just like download my time with him. You know, we go through seasons of you spend time with the Lord, you read your Bible and sometimes you're getting a lot out of it. And sometimes you're like, well, I'm just, I'm showing up Lord. I was in that season. And then it was like download, download, download from the Lord filled my journals was the words were coming off the pages. Like truly sit at my piano and felt like just writing just felt like there was an ease and just felt like the Lord just started to invite me into this process of like, there's some things that feel very important to him that I almost felt like he like handed me to like talk about and write about. And so with so much honor and gratitude to this house, to our pastor, to Chris and to everybody that kind of gave me the keys to, to do it, like just felt like I was able to just, I don't know, spend time right on the things that the Lord was putting on my heart and, that's a little bit of the backstory. That's fire. Yeah. Do you have more plans to like continue to do do music and stuff? Not a single one. Really? Like I'm just I feel like this is like my little puzzle piece yeah. in this giant masterpiece and I'm just like here's my little part. And yeah. whatever the Lord wants to do if down the road there's another thing he would impress upon my heart, like of course that maybe would be a thing, but I have zero plans to there's no strategy in in yeah, it for me. I'm right. like, I felt like this is something the Lord gave me to do, and I'm gonna do it. And yeah. that's that's the next step, and that's it. What yeah. if you get like number one Billboard album? Will you break off solo? Oh <laughs> my gosh! <laughs> Asking me on the pod. I have. I feel like I, you should. <laughs> you said I feel like you should. No, I have no idea. I'm just enjoying this season, and again, to be a part of a team that's just so like encouraging to like other people's gifts and to say like hey we believe in you like yeah that's a humbling feeling to have anyone else believe in you right i don't know i've been thinking about that aspect of like never underestimate the power of your own encouragement because mm. i'm like a single encouragement encouraging word from someone else can literally pick you up and be like oh like i didn't oh, I, I was in a creative right. drought and someone believes in me for sure who was like the first like big person that like you feel like believed in you that like helped you like i mean it's Maybe this is an easy answer, but my parents were so encouraging. Like our whole lives, like with anything that we felt like we wanted to do, like they were just like so encouraging. (laughs) Try it. Like you can't fail, you know? So parents for sure. um, Sweet mate. My husband. Oh, God. so oh, we're gonna talk. We got about some. Him later we got some pod, questions about but, him coming but up. But you know what? I mean, he was what the. A, what a of course, <laughs> we're married. We lived together. Of course, he would know the process I was in with the Lord of like starting to write and not really having plans for any of the songs. He was the only other person that knew that process, and he bought me like recording equipment, a mic, and like no a little way. um. What do you call it? You probably know the little interface. Like interface? Oh, yeah, an yeah, interface yeah. to like start recording. And <laughs> oh, that's before my. we had anything here of like we were doing it. He just believed that's in me. That's fire. No that's way. Really and I'm already what a crying. legend. Don't cry yet. Well, Wait, can I we know, go get him? <laughs> yeah, like, he's out there. Bring him in. <laughs> well, and I know Elevation has played such a big role in your story yes. too when it comes to songwriting. Yes. And so maybe can you walk us through a little bit of like how did you get started with Elevation? Give us a little bit of that story, that journey. Okay, some people might not know, but I found Elevation through an internship. That's sick. I was mm-hmm. in college. I yes, wow. I was in college and um, needed an internship to graduate. Like, 
At the time, my college roommate was like, have you heard of Elevation? They do internships. Of course, I'd heard of Pastor Steven, wonderful messages. I knew a few of the songs. And that was kind of my extent. Yeah, like, give me faith. Like, I knew a few of them. And it was so, like, it just felt like such a coincidence. Like, almost like I accidentally stumbled upon this. But, of course, the Lord is so sovereign and divine. And looking back, you can see His hand through all of it. But in the moment, you're like, yeah, I need an internship to graduate. And I heard about Elevation, signed up, ended up getting it, moved to Charlotte for a summer. And I was, like, a little worship intern, and I was just hungry to learn, like— were you Bring, at a specific campus? Uh, I was kind of more central, but I think I spent a lot of time at the Lake Norman campus. Okay. So mm. Alex Duncan was my supervisor, fun fact. Whoa, and shout out to Alex. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was so shout crazy. And Alex. anyway, I did the internship and I felt like the Lord really like burdened my heart for like the mission of this house was mm. like, I was so bought into what this church was about, like just so unapologetically reaching people for the Lord, like mm-hmm. active, like we're doing things. It's like, I don't know. I just loved it. And little did I know the Lord would have me be here. I just thought I learned a lot in these three months. I ended up going back to college, graduated from college. And then of course I'm a senior and I'm like, oh, no job offers. Like, what am I doing with my life? And I'm trying to make this a long story short, randomly stumbled upon a worship night that was happening in Florida. Mm -hmm. Me and Tori went together and it was put on by Elevation. Like randomly went and stumbled no upon it. Way. It was like two and a half hours away. Yeah. And we just were like at the pool in college in Florida. And we're like, should we go? Like, I kind of felt like we were supposed <laughs> to go. College in Florida, shout out also. <laughs> the Lord is so cool how he works. Like it's always been the most random things right. that the Lord is so specific about. Mm-hmm. The moment my heart like leaped within me, I was like, we're supposed to go to this. We pick up that second. We drive to that worship night and literally like randomly saw someone I knew in my internship. And the next morning kind of got a text that was like, you should come be an apprentice here. No so anyway, way. the journey's kind of long. I was an intern, then I did an apprenticeship program here, and then God saw fit for me to be on staff. And I was at the Uptown campus for three years. Dang, Just, shout out Uptown. That's the story in a nutshell. But like when it comes to being involved with Elevation Worship and writing, that's a whole nother story. So tell it. Yeah. <laughs> that's our second half of the question right, because right. we need to know there's this infamous elevation story right. about a lunch with Pastor Steven. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> so tell us. Tell us all the details. Yeah. So writing had always been a thing that I felt drawn to. Like I just since I was little would be writing songs. I always felt like I loved doing it. Nothing good. Like absolutely nothing good. Um in college. We gotta hear that mixtape. Oh gosh. <laughs> no, never, literally never. <laughs> Um, in college, like our school would put on albums to be very student led, student written. And so I would write for that. And none of my songs ever got used, like ever. And I just felt like I was the worst writer in the world. (laughs) And to the point where I kind of gave up on writing. I was like, you know what? Maybe I'm just called to be a worship leader. Writing isn't my thing. Apparently there's no fruit that comes from my writing. Nobody likes my songs. Like I'm not a writer. So I had this I had this whole moment that I can go vividly back to in my head where I'm kneeling on my dorm room floor, wrestling this thing out with the Lord. And the Lord like kindly slaps me in the face as he does. And he says, who are you to say at the age of 20, what I've given you, what gifts you have? Like I've given you gifts and they're irrevocable. So you put your head down and you just work and you just, you just be disciplined. You cultivate the gifts I've given you. So fast forward. Now I'm here at Elevation. I'm on staff. I've been on staff for a little while. I'd been writing, I'd been working with like random 
band members on the team and like producing songs, all those things. And randomly got invited to go to a lunch with Pastor Steven. And it was just kind of like a Q&A, chill, hang vibe. And so I was so nervous and I raised my little hand to ask a question. And I said <laughs> something along the lines of like, what do you do when you feel like God's called you to do something, but there's zero... I don't know, belief or there's zero evidence that you're good at it, you know? And of course, pastor's like, well, what are you actually talking about? Like, (laughs) be more specific. And I was like, oh, crap. (laughs) So I I expressed, like, I feel like I have a call to write songs, but I've never felt like I'm good at it. And so he said, well, do you have a song that you've written that you could sing? (laughs) At the lunch? (laughs) At the lunch. Acapella? 10 out of 10 do not recommend this happening to you. It is terrifying. And so ended up singing a song I'd written. I was like, I literally stood in this meeting and sang a song I wrote a cappella. <laughs> and I would oh. like, I don't, it was so That's blurred out. I don't remember incredible. it because it was so embarrassing, so awkward. And, but it really was this, like, you don't know what God's doing in the moment. And like, I think a few weeks later, I got invited to come right with the team. And I was like, what? No way. Like the song was not good. You're not going to hear that song, but like, I think we need it, to hear that song. I think it just goes to show, like, <laughs> I don't know, like when God's called you to do something, like just do it. And maybe if the Lord ever sees fit in the moment you're asked to like, hey, do you have a song you can sing? Like you're going to have something to sing. Right. And I think it's just the kindness of God that like helps you along the way to like not give up on what he's called you to. Right. So I think you said something Pretty. so um, really powerful at the beginning of when you started sharing this story and you literally said at the age of 20, you're wrestling this out of like, okay, I'm not a good songwriter. Nothing I'm writing is being used. So obviously this must not be what, like what's for me. And I love what you said that, that line that like the Lord kind of spoke to your heart of like, who are you at 20 years old to say that you will never do this because obviously God isn't going to do that. And so that's my encouragement. Also for anybody listening to this podcast, you might be 15, 16, 18, 27, 33 and you might be like you know what I'm not seeing any fruit because of something that I feel like really drawn to don't give up who are you to say at the age of 16 that God isn't going to use this in my life maybe just continue that same thing put your head down keep writing um, keep speaking keep doing what you feel God call you to do I think that is one of the most powerful things that you just said. And it also reminds you of the Elevation song who am I to deny what the Lord can do literally who am I like to the God of the universe that's here before our existence and here after right. we're long gone. Like who are we to determine what he can do? And yeah. Right. That's, that's, cool. that's so cool. And something that I've actually been um, just really kind of sitting with is um, the, the whole concept that pastor Steven introduced the other day in one of his sermons, the, the steadily and then subtly. Oh, yes. And My I think that's so cool that you talked about, um, you know, you were steadily writing, you were like steadily trying to press in and like do these things and like got to a point where you were like, man, I feel like none of this has any fruit or it's not going anywhere. Um, but I, I believe that like that steady is what got you ready for that suddenly of like steady got you ready. Right. The steady got you ready. (laughs) Clip that. Um, No, but, but I I believe like if you would, if you wouldn't have stayed, you know, consistent and faithful to what you felt like God was putting on your heart and he would have asked you to stand up and sing something yeah. and you wouldn't have had anything. Yeah, that's so exactly. true. Like, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. 
I think that's such a cool, cool thing. What would you say to like a kid out there who's like maybe struggling with that? Like they feel like they've been like putting in the work, but yeah. they don't know if like they're going to like Great. pop off or whatever. Right. Well, that also, I think we all have to just settle within ourselves. Like God's going to use who he wants, when he wants, how he wants to. Mm. And that's probably something that was said here. But um, like having the the motive from the very start, being so open-handed and pure, like I had to wrestle within myself, like, okay, God, can I do this with zero promise that you'll ever do anything with it? Like, is it still, is that so worth it enough to do it? If you've given me a gift, like, I don't know, you get a gift for Christmas, you put it on a shelf and you never use it. It's like, I don't know. Like to me, I'm like, do it anyway, like use it and develop it. And it might not ever be known or seen. Like there's tons of songs I've written that will never be heard. And like, does that make this song useless? Or did it fill the halls of heaven with worship? Like did God himself get glory from that those moments of just like singing my heart out at, like out to him? So. Right. I don't know. I mean, it's a journey. I don't know if I have like a perfect answer for that. that. I feel like that was a perfect that was answer. <laughs> that was great. Yeah. It's phenomenal. That's so beautiful. How old were you when you wrote your first song? Ooh. I don't know, 10? But <laughs> ten, it was horrible. <laughs> it was horrible. Like a horrible song. So I that remember, doesn't count. I remember the first time that I thought to myself of like, oh, Tiff's actually like, she might be a writer. And I think you were in what, eighth grade? Um, and a friend had um, one of her parents passed away and Tiff sat down at the piano and wrote this beautiful song um, about just that season of life. It's so difficult. And I remember hearing that like from the living room or whatever and hearing her sing this song over her friend and being like, oh, wait, there's something really special about just that. And you weren't doing it for any other reason than you just like, you had this song that you felt in your heart and you just sat down and sang it. It did, didn't go anywhere. Dang, um, but so anyways, cool. I do remember that moment of being, you were young, 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 and yeah. thinking she's sitting at the piano by herself in a whole other room, nobody else is around. And I'm like, oh, that's kind of special. There's something yeah. there. So sweet. All right, so we've been gassing you up, you know, obviously because you're fired, but we gotta, you know, bring you down a little Please. bit. Please. What do you have any memory of like a massive like worship leader fail moment? Yeah. I mean, I just yeah. I feel like I've done everything wrong you can do. No. You yeah. Think? Oh yeah. Wrong song in the wrong key. Oh yeah. There was one youth night, might have been a youth X or rhythm night, but I literally dropped my mic into the pit of people and had to go off off the stage no and way. find it. What? <laughs> literally during a song. It was so so bad. If I really think about it, it is the most terrifying thing because so much could go wrong. Oh. Sometimes I think of like, what if I just like sneeze right before yeah. I sing? Like, sneeze is I've never so thought funny. about that. Oh, there's so much that can go wrong <laughs> that it, if you think oh about it, new fear unlocked. What if yeah. I sneeze? Yo, and then I think, do I need crazy. to swallow right before I right. sing? Like all these like normal human things, right. I'm like they all can really get in the way. Dude, do you guys? I was just I just experienced this. I was at a wedding and like I was. I was it was I was talking to somebody that I hadn't seen in a while, you know, like one of those people you hadn't seen since yeah. like high school or whatever. And like mid combo, you know how you can like feel a sneeze coming. <laughs> oh, but that like is so embarrassing. But, your face is just like but yeah, and your but face you can't like it. It just gets stuck and then you're making this <laughs> dumb face to this person you haven't seen in eight years. Right. Like And they're like, What's going on? You're like, 
I'm like, uh, I, ha- I think I have to sneeze. I keep going. Bro, like just this. sneeze. Like, nothing comes out. Dude, I couldn't, bro. Oh, you, oh, you like couldn't sneeze. No, I couldn't sneeze. And, <laughs> and I kept on having to like remove myself right. from the conversation. That's actually so To try real. and sneeze. And then I just couldn't. That is actually the worst. So uh, being on stage. Yeah. I, like, or when I you're driving imagine. and you sneeze, I'm oh, literally yeah. like, like, my car. <laughs> God, I hope when I open my eyes, I'm not <laughs> the other way. Dude, when you're driving and you sneeze is the worst because then like, have you ever like sneezed and it's like actually like a lot of snot, like on the <laughs> steering wheel, bro? <laughs> what? That, that happened to me once. Wait, it was so is- bad. <laughs> you never had that happen? No. Like, Maybe you were sick. Wait, I was do you sick. Like, I think I had like, like the flu your mouth and I just sneezed like everywhere, bro. And I had nothing to clean it up. And I just had to keep like driving with like snot everywhere. Sneezes are very spastic. You can't control it. That's what I'm saying, bro. Yeah. And like, you don't want to, like, like, I don't know. You can't really like use your arm when you're driving because you got to like have right. 10 and 2. <laughs> you can't yeah. whip that thing like 10 right and 2 here. is so funny. <laughs> um, that was early on in your driving. Okay, days. I have a question that like probably like no one else will care about, but I've always wondered. Okay. That just popped in my head. When, when you're like singing on the stage, is it like, all right, like I, I there's like two things that it could be, right? <laughs> Are you just singing like normally, but you're just like cracked at singing? Or do you have to like try it like harder? Like the average person... If they got up and sang, it would sound trash. But do you just have, like, a more cracked voice? Or are you, like, singing in a different way? Wait, define cracked. No, honestly, really I was about to say. Do you, know, do you know what I'm asking? Like, or, like, yeah. like, a good voice. Like, I don't know if it makes sense. No, like, are you trying like, or is it natural? Like, okay, it's like okay, okay. Natural, like, like, okay. Are you trying? No, like I'm saying like, all right. So like if JT gets up on stage right now and <laughs> yeah. starts singing, he's going to sound trash. He's going to sound terrible. Please. But, like, if you get up on stage, you're going to sound good. Are you doing something different or do you just have like a more, like just a better voice? Like, are you just doing the exact same thing he would do, but just like naturally better at it? Or is there like techniques that you have to use when you're like on stage? There's technique, there's things you can do to improve your voice. But I think at the end of the day, you probably have to be real with yourself and be like, this is something I'm good at or not. (laughs) Right, right. And hopefully you don't find that out on a But what's the, like, is it like 50-50 or is it like, what's the like (laughs) talent to like skill or like uh, okay, like natural gifting ratio. versus like I've worked yeah, hard at this. When crowd. it comes to like sounding right. good, like on the stage. I mean, for me, I feel like I've always like understood pitch at least. Like that's yeah. very important. So if you don't have that, I'm like you can maybe work on that. But some people, you're never gonna under, you're right, never gonna right, have right, the right. ear for it. So I feel like it's probably like sixty. Okay, sixty natural and. 40. That's generous, bro. A lot, dude, like a lot of y'all, like, y'all don't need generous. to be worship leaders, bro. Like, you sound true. terrible. Like, <laughs> Wait, I'm just saying, like, to all the people, aspiring worship leaders out there, <laughs> no, no, no. Like, you might, you might not need to be a worship leader, bro. Maybe, maybe you need to write some, some songs. Lessons. It's real or, talk. Yeah, maybe. Real talk. I yeah. Uh, also, I do <laughs> so, remember when we were really little and we were singing in all these different churches, Tiff, probably like seven, eight years old, started like trying all these things, like oh, with yeah. her voice and doing all these runs in our songs. So she'd be like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it probably sounded just like that, really terrible. Right. And yeah. so like, I remember chill. pulling Tiff aside after one of our songs being like, stop doing that with your voice. You're what? ruining yeah. the song. She'd be like, stop doing that. Like, <laughs> like vibrato because I was like and now testing that's like your it whole, out like, and now album. I'm so sad I'm like I should have just been doing it with her maybe I would have been good right oh I was judged back Dang. in the day that's hilarious so that, that does so answer funny. your question did your family ever hate on you yeah, yes Tori number one op unbelievable like, stop. you sound weird when you like, do that you sound so bad so I cannot like, pick joke's on me like <laughs> give us like one line or like a lyric from a song that you wrote that no one's ever heard before oh no one's ever heard before. Like your like your most fire unreleased bar. 
Or maybe Should it, it be, be from fool? the new album? From the new album? Okay. Because no one's heard it yet. It's true. No or the, you can't use yet. a single, though. Because okay. everyone will have heard that. All right. Um, everyone. <laughs> everyone in the world. Everyone who watches this podcast will have heard That's that. That's right. Link I in mean, the description. I like... It's a pre-chorus to a song called Obey, which I really like. It says, keep me tender and tethered to your decrees. Let your let my love be a covenant that I keep. Ooh. I really like that. That's and then a bar. the second one is... Um, be the light and the lamp that my feet follow. Keep my mm. keep the eyes of my heart on the narrow road. I that's just fire. I like those those things. So yeah, cool. I love that verse. That's, that's a great verse. So that's a, yeah, that's I think I wrote that on your graduation card. Yeah, you did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> lamp into my feet and light into my feet. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> There's something that we're supposed to ask you about that we have no context to whatsoever because it's fun because we get to have your sister on here. So yeah, she gets to give us all these little inside scoops you know, that nobody knows. So. We're supposed to ask you, can you give us the best way to make guacamole? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Who put you onto this? <laughs> yes. This may or may not have been somebody else in our office, too. Oh, yeah, that's right. Wait, Bree, also throw this up on the screen when you're editing. We're going to find the video. <laughs> I've never this been able to live this down. <laughs> Literally never lived it down. What is the, the story? The story goes that I was enrolled in an online class. And oh, it was an online yeah. speech class. It was class. an online speech class. So you okay. had to put your speeches on YouTube public so your professor could grade you. Like, if they don't <laughs> have a, a better system. On a public YouTube channel? Literally. Like, I have tried to get these videos down multiple <laughs> times. What? No, it you was, would send it to your professor and they'd put it on YouTube. So it's not your account, right? Somehow, oh. I'm, somehow. I can't get back on my college account and... I have never lived this down. There is, I'm sad to even say it because someone's going to Google it and find it. There's a video of <laughs> oh, me yeah. in my demonstration. No, we're going to put it side by side <laughs> on the podcast. That's the what I'm saying. The video is rolling right now of like, you making guacamole. I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> I'm so But wait, did you actually make guacamole or was oh, it just yeah. like a speech about making guacamole? It was like a demonstration speech. Like, I'm going to tell you how, get at you, college, you'll know. You'll have but to do you it. have to make guacamole for, for a speech class? No, that's like, they just were what like, she chose. You yeah, that's what I chose. Okay. They're like, yeah, demonstrate something for five minutes oh, okay, okay. and sense. talk about it. So I'm like, well, I can make guacamole. Okay. So I'm I'm over here cutting the avocado. So what's the recipe? <laughs> avocado. Watch the video. Okay, it's, in, it's in the link. Okay, It's in the link. I'm so embarrassed. That video's oh going to blow gosh. up. It's oh going to blow God. up. You type in my name to YouTube. I can't believe you can't get that taken down. Like, there's got to be some there's way. There's got to be some way. And Who I've spent hours. I mean, you went to SEU? Yeah. I mean, buddy, you ran the school for five years. Uh, no, you can't did I not reach out to you at down? one point? I swear I reached out to you at one point. <laughs> she just like, she saw the email, but she just like did it. She doesn't want it to be taken down. The yeah. Lord really does humble you in funny ways, though. <laughs> right. Because I'm like, I love that there's a video of me making guacamole that I cannot That's take. That's the worst thing you could really on like, have YouTube. a video of me doing. Um, this goes a little bit in a different direction, but one of the core values of this pod comes straight from Psalm 119. Um, and Psalm 119.9 says, How can a young person stay on the path of purity? By living according to your word. So maybe could you speak to that? What does that look like what does that mean how can somebody stay on the path of purity and what does it mean to live according to his word Dang. I like right that verse. <laughs> how can a young person live on the path of purity living according to your word i love that um purity is so important i would just start by saying like it's such a i love that that's a value of this because it's such a value in scripture of like living pure um like the actual definition of purity is 
not mixed with any other substance, Mm. like something that is unmixed with anything else. So when I think about that, I'm like, how can you live in purity? That goes in every single aspect of life. Like, how can my worship be pure? Is my Mm. worship to God mixed with my love of people's approval? Like, is my worship to God mixed with my desire to please whoever's there? Like, Mm -hmm. that's, you know, that's purity. Like, to have an unmixed presentation or, like, unmixed hearts, you know, and unmixed motives. Um, Or, like, in, I don't know, I stand for purity in, like, every area of life. Like, if it comes to dating, I stand for purity. And if it comes to marriage, I stand for purity. Like, I don't think purity is something you lose. Like, well, I'm going to be pure until I get married. Well, then what happens when you get married? Are you impure? Right. No. Right. Like you you keep purity. And I love the um, verse, where is it? I don't know. But it, I think it's Psalm 101, actually. And it says, I will not set before my eyes anything that's worthless. Mm. And that's how you keep purity too. Like your gates, your eyes and your ears and all the things that you let in, like, what am I setting before my eyes? Is it is it worth less than my purity? Is it worth less than my integrity? You know, like that's a huge thing for me too. Another scripture I think of is in Second Peter where it says, um, through his divine power, you are given everything you need for life and godliness. Mm-hmm. Like it's not impossible to stay on the path of purity. Like yeah, the road right. is narrow and few will find it. That's what the Bible says. The road is narrow and few will find it, but I want to find it. Yeah. yeah, Like I want to find it. Like Jesus is coming back. Sorry to be all passionate <laughs> no. and preachy, but like it, fired it, up. <laughs> genuinely, this is like the cry of my heart. Like Jesus is coming back for a pure bride yeah. Yeah. dressed in white. Like he is coming back for a shining bride that I think about a wedding day, like you're you're wearing this dress and you're walking down the aisle and you're locking eyes with your groom and no one else in the room could possibly matter in that mm-hmm. moment. Mm-hmm. And you're, sorry, like you're standing before people you love, your family, your friends, and you're standing before God and you're, you're vowing that I will love only you and I will forsake all others. Mm-hmm. That's what yeah. you're saying. So to live in purity, like I am living only for God, forsaking all others. Is my, is my like conviction to live for God mixed with the convenience of living like everybody else? Is my obedience to God mixed with my desire? I'm getting a FaceTime call of all the times. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like, (laughs) Hey, I'm on the pod. Um, I don't know, just that mixture. Like purity is unmixed. Mm -hmm. The color white is unmixed with any other color. So I think I got off of the topic of how do you do it? I don't know. Like you live it. No, not at all. According to his word and his word is so specific on how we're supposed to live. Like I'm serious about it. And some people might call me whatever crazy or like too serious or whatever, but I'm like, it's a good thing to be serious about because the word of God is very specific about how we live and it's important to honor him. And anyway, there's, there's room for mistakes and I'm so far from doing it right. So by no means is that meant to be like, don't ever mess up, but it's just like, we have everything we need to live life and godliness through his spirit. It's the most beautiful thing. Even talking about that, that pure white, that unmixed, 
And what scripture teaches us is that the blood of the lamb makes us white as snow. Yes. So it's the beauty of like, yes, like we've all fallen short of the glory of God. Every person has lived a life of sin uh, and still God can take you with all of your mixed sin life and unmix you to a point of purity Yes, because of the sacrifice of his son. Yes. So mm. it's it only through Jesus. A, it's yeah. only through it's Jesus that really we can true. possibly ever live up to the standard. Like, And the thing is, is that that's not just a once and done. Say there's like, you make a mistake, you fall into sin or you make decisions of sin again, you can continuously come before the Father every single time and He is faithful to His word. Yes. That He will, uh, that grace is sufficient and He will make you white as snow again. And it's His kindness that leads yeah. us to repentance. Like it's not shame to mm. say you did wrong, like say you're sorry. It is right. His kindness that draws us in to even like have a desire. Like even if you're watching, you're like, gosh, I don't even have a desire to, like, I don't have conviction. How do I, like, God can align his desires and make them yours. Like, you can ask God, give me your desires. Like, make my heart break for what yours does, beat for what yours does. And he will, like, it's a scary prayer to pray. But like, the more I fall in love with Jesus, like, the less I'm able to carry, like the less things I'm okay with. And not in like this legalistic way, but out of this, like love of like, even not to go back to like a weird plug about one of the songs, but the song called Obey literally says like, I will obey not because I have to, but because I love you. Mm. And that's where it's like obedience birthed out of love Mm, is what it's about. It's not obligation. It's not religious. God's not a tyrant saying like, you have to live this way. It's like when you fall in love with him, like you can't help but want to love what he loves and do what he says. Like it's, I don't know. And I mean, there's practicals in living pure. Like you can look at a dating life and you can set really clear boundaries. Like mate and I season of dating, like there was a hundred percent boundaries we had to put in place. And what were those boundaries just for like, just (laughs) for like the kids out there watching. I think it'd be helpful. I mean, for us, it was like, well, let's not be alone in our house together. Cause that's just easy temptation. You didn't have a house together. What? You didn't oh yeah, we didn't together. not we didn't live together. Like in one of our houses together. Right, That's right. a good clarification. <laughs> you guys didn't only have one house together, you had multiple houses. Yeah. Like and I think there's like uh at past a certain time of night, like it's probably nothing good will come out of it. Yeah. What time you know? are we talking? I mean ten thirty is kinda like it's probably not good to be alone in the house together after ten thirty. Yeah, right. Um for you, yeah, that was a good standard. That was a good yeah. standard and you can kind of find what works for you. We I agree. we kind of got advice from people and just kind of like took like, oh, this worked for you. And we really admire the way that you handled your relationship. There's also like, I remember someone said this when I went to youth camp growing up and they said, if the bathing suit touches it, you don't. And honestly, uh, I know hey. that's like, <laughs> but that, that really stuck with me to yeah. be like, okay, there are certain things that are off limits when I'm not <laughs> in covenant crazy. to you. Yeah, I'm not like, in covenant. <laughs> Like God has not blessed this relationship. I have zero right to you. Like you are not mine and I'm not yours. Right. You need to you need to treat each other like that. Yeah. Anyway, that's just the real talk on the youth pod. But <laughs> that's that stuff I was told that honestly really helped in that yeah. season of life. That's yeah. great. Speaking that. about mate, I mean, we just gotta talk about mate. <laughs> we love mate. <laughs> he is incredible. We'll we'll pop up a little photo of him right here. I wish we could get him in here for a second. 
Text him. He'll come. I'll actually text him right now. Yeah, Yeah, tell him to come. (laughs) Um, Anyway, he's so incredible, obviously. He's an absolute moose. He's jacked. (laughs) A moose. (laughs) Um, I ask him about workout tips literally every day. Um, But how did did you guys meet? How did that all become, you know, a thing? Um, So I told you I did this apprenticeship program. Once I finished that six month and... I got on staff. He kind of came through the next class of apprentices. And oh. immediately I saw him and I was like, who is that? He's so cute. Dang. Turns out he had a girlfriend. So I was like, okay, whatever. I'm not going to think of, think about him again. Right. Literally put him out of my brain because I knew he was in a relationship. But I always he always like caught my eye. And there was something about him. Like he was a worshiper. He wasn't too cool for school. Mm. Standing there observing. He was in it. Like he... That always has sticked out to me like about him. So anyway, long story short ended up he ended up being single and we kind of became friends hung out in the same group of friends and um it was kind of immediate of like there we knew we liked each other but Uh, the timing was kind of off so it was like this like restraint of like let's wait till this is a better time but we just kind of became friends and um long story short he ended up taking me to a rodeo for our first date that was your first date oh my god I just told our love story from oh my, my gosh. This is so wow, legit. Wow, this is so good. Let's go. This is, I love oh it. God. Is it rolling right now? Dude, we're rolling. Oh, you know what yeah. mean? We're deep in this thing. So I just asked her how you guys met and yeah. she was like, oh bro, God. he was he was like <laughs> always trying to like holler at me and all this yeah. stuff. And yeah. I kept having to like fend him off and whatever. And I, finally, I finally landed it. You finally landed it. Yeah. No, no, she was just at the part where you guys kind of started hanging, and you took her to a rodeo for. Yeah. Hold on, we gotta get it. Gotta get you <laughs> get it right. You took her to a rodeo for your first date. That's yeah. legendary. Yeah. It is. What? Looking back, is that W Riz? It is. Yeah. <laughs> What's W Riz? What, what that means, whatever that means, it's hundred percent W Riz. W W Riz. W Riz is like you got game. W W Riz. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, it was either it was either a rodeo or ice cream. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> and I neither of us like ice cream, so I don't know why oh, we. Why so would you like a country girl or like were you like a country? Yeah, girl she was giving off country vibes. I think no. it's the camo pants. I was Surely like, oh, no. she's gonna love it. Was this. the big right. hats? Yeah, the big hats. She big on love. <laughs> it was wild though. I mean, even if you're not taking a girl on a date, I you think should still go to rodeo. Like we were on the edge of our seat, thinking people were about to die, get trampled well, yeah, by I mean, literal people bulls. People do die. Yeah, there's like it was eight crazy. year olds like riding like little sheep, like a, like and that's like <laughs> getting that's, like, literally demolished. Like, what in the world? <laughs> and we're trying to like get to know each other, but also be like, like is so, that person uh, okay? <laughs> What's uh, what's your favorite color? Oh crap! Is he, gonna, is he okay? <laughs> yeah. Like, gosh, he just got stuck. Yeah. It was kind of game over from there though. Like we really, yeah. Like, and we have such different backgrounds, like different stories, like raised differently. But for some, so it didn't make sense why we really hit it off so well. Right. But from that point on, we like hung out every single day and like became literal besties. Yeah. Besties. Dang, we still are. <laughs> and I told. I feel like I on the drive there. I told her I was like, I was like. Hey, I just want to be upfront. Like, I want to be your friend and like be intentional friendship. But like, I'm into you. So it's just like yeah, we yeah. just like we're like clear at the front, and then we just like approach it with friendship, and then turn to relationship, and then here we are. Got married. How long have you guys been married? Two years and probably like seven months or something. Oh, okay, yeah. gotcha. Yeah. I thought we were going on seven, eight years. It feels like least. it. Sometimes it feels like one day, and sometimes it feels like. 
thousand days. Wait, so Tiff, what's like your advice <laughs> to like the, to the girls oh, out there that uh that want to find like a W man's like mate? Like, what's the, w- man. what, what's your advice to them? Um, like, how do you pull absolute baddie like mate? <laughs> A baddie. When I tell you I asked that question, I'm sitting across the dinner table from him and I'm like, how did I get him? Like, I don't get how I got him. He's so cute. He's so perfect. Like, I'm like. (laughs) Pause for a dramatic effect. I genuinely, I'm like, I don't have an answer of like how. It was the kindness of literal Jesus to Mm. say, here you go. This is this that Jesus That's not really good advice, though. Yeah, what's your advice? <laughs> like, well, what's your, what's your W What's your God, advice? That's why we have Tori on the pod. This is legendary. If you have a desire to be in a relationship, like, I think there's a level of, like, of course you bring it to God. Of course you pray, bring the right God to me. But there's also, like, you also have to have a little game, right? Am right, I wrong? Right. Like, you're, it's so okay to, like... What's the game? You gotta have W red. <laughs> what games <laughs> are you playing? <laughs> like, I okay. think it was, like, let's be around each other. Let's be flirty. Let's, uh, you know... Like, let me show you that I'm uh, I'm into listen, it. Listen, listen. I will say, guys, this is so fun. I feel like um, I was there for all these big moments. I was there. <laughs> listen, I was there the day that you asked her to go to the rodeo. Wait, because so, I was Tori, visiting you Charlotte. you had W res? Well, listen, no, the thing is, not them. <laughs> listen, like, listen, no. listen, the thing is, is that Tiff and I were going to this like waterfall thing. We passed this restaurant um, that she was like, oh, my goodness, my friend mate loves that restaurant. We passed it. And then she was like, <laughs> oh, you're we right. need to go back. We need to go get that food. I was like, oh, OK, whatever. So we go back. She takes a picture of our food and she's like, I bet you anything. If I post this on my story, yeah. mate will respond. <laughs> what? It, yes. was, it was like, yeah. Yes. No so literally, not even five man. minutes later. It was two yep. close friends, and, and I saw it. And me and Tiff were both like, ah! and I turned. I was with <laughs> close friends, Riz. Yeah. Close friends. <laughs> literally, wow. I was with my buddy Colton, and I turned to him. I was like, bro, there's no way she said she posted this, and she doesn't want me to respond. Yeah, it was oh both ways. My God. And you did. You she was said like, this is Mate's favorite restaurant. I have to post it. And you said. So, uh, something I like said, wh- I said why oh dang no me? invite or something like that and then yeah. you were like okay. you never you never <laughs> asked to hang out and oh. I was like well what are you doing tomorrow <laughs> dang. so she what said she threw up a rodeo I heard there's a rodeo around the corner but honestly I really do admire when when you like somebody boys please listen when you like somebody be bold walk up to their face in person say I think you're beautiful and I would love to get to know you more. Can I please take you out? Respect. But that's like, W-Riz. W-Riz. Please W-Riz. do. Bold. Which ours or was just over. respond to a close friend's right. Instagram story. <laughs> ours was over But that DMs. only works if you're mate. Yeah. You have to be like absolutely right. jacked. Like that's what I'm saying. Mate was like. Three, two, <laughs> I was it. like, it's a DM. I'm still open because I liked him. But please go up to them in person. Be bold. Make them feel like the, a million bucks. And yeah. like treat them. I don't know. I would say, back in the day, I would have said yes to somebody Mm. that I didn't like just because they had the courage and the boldness to ask in such a respectable way. Anyway, that's my advice to the boys. Wow, that's great insight, man. Do you feel, like, inspired? I do. I feel like I'm... (laughs) I'm gonna go out and I'm gonna you boldly go just, approach. Just straight after this, straight just walk up to her, and say it to her face. I think can, we, can we capture that yeah. for the pod, though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll make sure the cameras wait, wait, are rolling. So, I just get denied. <laughs> wait, wait. All right. So impromptu question: If a girl has you on the close friends, like, are you are you in there, or like, do like do you put like 
I feel like you are, but like Ooh, from your perspective. Question. That's a good question. I mean, yeah, maybe she has a little bit of, she yeah. wants you to be There's in there. There's intentionality there. She wants yeah. you to see like what she's cooking for dinner. Yeah, I feel like if you're right. not on the close friends, like don't slide. Like she, like if, if, right. she, if she's interested, you'd be on the close friends. Right. Although, um, I agree, but does everybody have close friends? Yeah, it's, it's. Because what if it's like they don't have close friends and they're posting normal stories thinking that that's working? That Just send them like a letter friends. then. Like handwritten, like honestly, handwritten letter. I have a love hate relationship with our current culture of like Uh-oh. reacting to someone's story is lame to me. Oh, don't really? react to their stories. I think Dude, that's the modern. It was a damn, but I don't. I'm saying I don't changed. like it. I like a bold, like, right? <laughs> yeah. Tell me, tell me your intentions, right. which maybe I'm an old soul, Oof. but I like that. Right. But then because, also, like. He pulled you off the story, Riz. So yeah, I feel like we're getting conflicting. There. Like the thing is, we were kind of friends in person you have at your that point. But you're also like, well, right. this is what happened. Right. It can <laughs> happen in all the ways. You, like, you're not going to say that. <laughs> That's the thing. I'm like, I would. Right. Pre- we've talked about it. I would have preferred if you would have right. said just something yeah. to me in person. Get Which- destroyed, mate. <laughs> <laughs> But he benches two twenty five. Whenever you took exactly. Whenever he took me out, <laughs> he's like, bro, that's an insult. Come on. <laughs> Wait, what? What did you bench you at the bench, the bench That's three, three fifty five. Three fifty five. Respect on his name. <laughs> if we're, we're recording, right. I was joking about the three fifty five, but yeah, this guy's a oh, You can tell. But it, that's it, that happened like multiple times in our relationship because even when we when I proposed. You were like, I was like, I had this whole setup with like flowers and yeah. candles and, and you were like, I would love how you propose. Oh, but you were like, <laughs> but after the fact, oh, no. you were like, oh, I kind of, every time I, every time we see somebody who does that, you're like, oh, I kind of like that. Like, I wish you would have done something like that. I'm like, dang it. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> but you do, Hindsight's you do enjoy our, our, our proposal <laughs> just for the game. Well, you know what? The sweetest thing. I did not know this. He kept the ticket from our rodeo the first date we ever went on. That night, I had no idea. That w night, he wrote on the back of the ro- of the ticket, tonight, I met the girl I'm going to marry. And when he proposed to me, That's he gave impressive. me That's that ticket. That's W Riz. That's yeah. W freaking Riz, whatever yeah. that means. <laughs> whatever that means. And I was like- Somebody Google that. Yeah. We got to figure out. She's like cursing. <laughs> I was like, what? Yeah. You kept this? Like, so anyway. Dude, that's insane. So so day one, none of this was planned, by the way, at all. To have Nate on here and ask all these relationship questions. Do you have a meeting? I have a meeting in five minutes, but we're good. But you knew day one, you were like, that's who I was. No, no, he was just trying to, he was trying to set it up just in case. (laughs) Just in case. case. I said, you know what? If it works out, there's going to be a great story. That is so funny. No, I mean, there definitely was a point where, because I said, I wrote on it, when I looked into your eyes, I knew I wanted to marry you. Yeah. And there was a point where I remember we were sitting there and it was like the the flashing lights of the rodeo and the sound. And I was just like, it's a really romantic. And she was like telling me about like her grandma who like makes like rings out of spoons. And she was just like going in and I was just like, Dang. it's not W. Really. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, I mean, that's cool. It worked but, out. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I think. I was like, it was like the sparkle in her eyes, same sparkle she still has. And I was like, wow. I think I want to marry her. Wow. And then it was like, but I don't know if she was into me that much. So I was like, I'll keep the ticket. And if it works, it's going to be a really good story. Yeah. <laughs> but I was, I was so nervous when I, because I gave her the ticket. 
right before I proposed, right after I like smacked my head on this like gazebo. <laughs> and yeah, he was space cadet. I like, was just like, time. no yeah, way. I like, I, I like took her down this path and like walked over this gazebo and like yeah. threw the side and hit my head. And then I was oh, like, <laughs> and then I was, I handed it to her. It was pretty her. clunky, but I wouldn't that trade it for the world. Yeah, that was El Riz, yeah. El Riz. But hey, I bodied that. I bodied that. I said, don't. And I said, I gotta keep going. <laughs> <laughs> I think I have a concussion. That's what happens guy. when you bench 355. Yes. <laughs> don't phase you. Crazy. That's so funny. That's legendary. Well, thanks for hopping on. Yeah. yeah. Dude, get out of here, mate. What are you doing? Baby. <laughs> thank you, thank Love you, bro. Later. Love you. Uh, what's your morning routine? Like, workout, <laughs> coffee? Bible study, IG, Anything coming meetings. out of that whole bit was, was I love a hard that topic so too. much. Um, okay, wake up. First thing I do is I make my coffee. And then... Blueberry or no? Well, I'm on to the new latte. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I do a latte now. <laughs> I had to clarify. <laughs> Blueberry. Blueberry latte. Sometimes. Um, and then I read my Bible and I journal. That's like my favorite way to start the day. And if you ask me, in the past two weeks, I have worked out in the mornings. Oh. But that's yeah. not... I'm not trying to gas myself up. That's literally two weeks in from months of not working out. So got it, got it. That's like, if I'm feeling good, I'll do that. And then, yeah, work, and that's the vibe. What does your Bible time look like, though? What do you do? Um, I mean, I'm reading Isaiah right now, and I'm just, I don't know. I've Isaiah's a crazy book. I'm, like, asking the Lord to speak to me because <laughs> I'm like, what's happening here? What is but happening? kind of felt like I was supposed to kind of go through back through, like, the minor prophets and Isaiah and Jeremiah because that's the part of my Bible that stick together like the pages stick together because i don't read it right because i honestly don't understand it doesn't move me it's like right god's gonna destroy your city and i'm like i don't know sick. it's just hard to read yeah sick so I've, i'm going back through there and just like trying to get a better like scope of what was happening and what god was trying to speak so i love that if there's something that you could tell your teenage self what would it be i just think like to fall in love with jesus and not what you do for jesus mm-hmm. Is really huge because what you do for him is going to change. It'll change for me. It'll change for all of us. But if you love him and you're grounded in that, like come or go what may and you're set. Like you're not like washed back and forth by, you know, the disappointments or the opportunities. Like it's just like you're consistent in your love for the Lord and nothing else could sway you. That's That's amazing. Beautiful. Going back to like writing and stuff. Also, we haven't even talked about Can You Imagine? Oh, yeah. And your song on that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That Far literally. It's so oh, good. My <laughs> goodness. I'm not really like a crier. Yeah. But, dude, that one it did got it get you. Me. Yeah. Holy cow. Cause like, <laughs> me too. It just makes you reflect over, over your life. Mm-hmm. And yes. like, holy cow. Like, it's such a beautiful song. Like, we weren't planning to record it. It was kind of like a last minute. We learned it. Pretty much the the morning of, and I remember they had sent me the demo to like, hey, we're just going to try this tomorrow morning, just learn it. And I was in my car listening to that demo, their writing demo, and God met me in my car. Like I I couldn't drive. I was so Mm -hmm. encountered by the goodness and the faithfulness of God. Like I genuinely had to like pull over because it just moved me so much. And I just honor them who wrote it, like Pastor and Chandler and Brandon, like, what a beautiful, yeah. beautiful thing to sing. So when it comes to leading a song like that, easy, easy to lead that. Right. Who? It's not hard to sing about the goodness and the faithfulness of God. It's like, I was so instantly connected to what we were saying. And um, it was just such a sweet night because I felt like I wasn't, I didn't even know it that well enough to like lead it well and to like yeah. plan how to like strategically 
make a moment. Like right. I, I couldn't, I barely knew the song, but like the way that the, Beautiful. the goodness of God just like rested in mm. the room on that night, it was such an honor to Bro, get to sing it. That song is ruined for me. Cause you know what happened during I know that song. It. And I my had no idea. passed out at like oh, right when the song started. Song. She just completely like collapsed. I and had I, no idea. No, that's crazy because like, I felt so bad because that whole side of the room just all turns and looks yeah. at her. And I was like, bro, we got to get her out of here. Like, it's going to distract <laughs> from the moment. Because I knew she was going to be fine. Right, right. But right. it was like, I felt so bad, bro. I was like, everyone was like trying to like, like, like grab her right there. I was like, bro, get, we got to get her out of here. And then <laughs> I had she- to leave. So I didn't even get to hear the rest of that song. Dang. I was kind of pissed. I was like sitting there. I was like, bro, I should go back in and listen to this song. <laughs> no, literally afterwards I had heard that that happened. I was like, what? You didn't even see it. Oh, bro. I was lost in the song. I was on the other side of the room. You didn't notice? And I didn't even see it, bro. <laughs> I felt, dude, it was it was so annoying because everyone was just like staring at her. No, as annoying how people were staring at her. Uh, yeah, and you're like, like, it's good. We're good. I was like, like we're y'all good, just... bro. Just like focus on the song. <laughs> oh, gosh. I felt like we're out of Did you have to carry too? her out or did she like instantly become conscious? No, uh, I had to catch her. And then I don't know. She like she like woke back up, and then, and then we kind of. But everybody in out. my section, because I was in the back, had their hand. They were still worshiping, but their Praying. hand was to the left. They were like, "That's a generous way to put it." Because I feel like everyone was like, <laughs> "You know what?" I heard also is someone else told me that they passed out during that song as well. No way. And maybe like, it was maybe the it's the Holy the Ghost. Right. Like, the weird thing is, we grew up Pentecostal. Right, so right. Our church would not have flinched. We'd have been like, "Oh, they're fine. Right, just right. let, they're, let they're them stay right. in the glory. Right. Stay in the glory of the Lord. Like, in the glory, baby. <laughs> it's like they're in the glory." <laughs> but no, that I'm sad that that happened. Cause, no, it's fine. She's, she's okay. fine. Yeah, but I just wish I would have been in the room during that song. I was that was the one I was most excited for. Um, who's your favorite person you've ever written with? Oh, that's such a hard question. There's so many people here I absolutely love writing with, like Pastor Chris. Like I, you can't get better than them. Um, people I mesh really well with writing would be like Mitch, Josh, Josh, David, and I have obviously like written together for years, so there's a lot of chemistry there. Right. Um, I don't. There's there's a lot of people. I feel like. Okay. Right. Who's like? Okay. Have you ever okay. met anyone that you've been like starstruck by? Yeah, I mean, I still internally, I still feel like I'm a 16 year old girl that's like accident accidentally getting to like be here and do all these things. And if someone finds out, I'll like, right. oh, you no. know, like I feel like I can't actually be possible that I'm here and get right. to do what I get to do. So of course, there's people I've met that I've looked up to my entire life that I'm like very much like my gosh, how could I possibly be in the same room? Right. Um, I remember when Carrie Job came to Elevation, I was like, Ugh. like I listened to her for years and years and years and yeah. just getting to meet people and being so encouraged that like, they're just the real deal and like, they love the Lord and they never signed up to like, for the popularity. And they're Do you just, remember like, like your first conversation with her? Was it like awkward? I was awkward for sure. What was I was how like, did it go down? Like, I just wanted to make sure they knew how much they meant to me. So right. I was like, I just want to tell you that, you know, this song <laughs> you sing impacted me so much. Like, I never want to miss that moment of like, I, I need to tell them they've like made a difference in someone's life. But I just fumbled my way through it. And she was like on her way to the bathroom. And I was like, this is the worst <laughs> time ever. So it could oh, have been man. better, but it's fine. Do you ever get that from like people that say like, oh, like the song, like to you, like the same thing you said to her? Yeah, actually, it's it's such a bizarre feeling of like either getting a message or meeting somebody that's like, I mean, I got a message from someone saying, 
they literally were like suicidal and decided to play one of the songs and literally, and it's the Lord, but like literally felt like the Lord through that song, like helped lift them up out of this pit. And that's the type of thing you hear. That's like, Oh, the weight of what we do. Yeah. Like it's wild. Like it's the way that the Lord can use things and, through music and through song, like you just never really understand what he's going to do. So hearing that is like so humbling for sure. Before we wrap up, um, you have anything you want to plug coming out? I mean, obviously we got the album coming. You got the single out now. Yeah. Are you going on tour with somebody or did you already go I on? did. You already yeah. did? Yeah. With we, Phil Wickham? Yeah, with Phil. How yeah. was that? It was wonderful. Like truly the most like wholesome thing we just... We're up there with guitars and we're just singing our hearts out. Like it just was beautiful nights of worship. Dang, so, so honor cool. to them. Like what great wholehearted people they are. And it just was really an honor to be part of. That's great. And then, yeah, great. I, the single is out. I have another single coming out July 9th. And then the album comes out July 21st, yeah. which is also while you're on the next leg of Elevation Night. Yep. The summer run. Oh, so fun. a lot going on around here, but yeah, I'm so just fun. so grateful even in advance to have anybody that would choose to listen to it. Like it's, it means a lot because I don't know, people work really hard and there's so like, there's nothing solo about doing a solo project. There's yeah. been a village of people, an army of people working really hard. And so it means a lot. And I pray that it ministers to you. I pray that it brings you closer to the Lord. And that's all I could ask for. That's amazing. Thank cool. you so Let's much go. for like, with all your busy like schedule and everything, making the time. Literally. Always. On, this yeah. is so fun. Yeah. I stand the so youth pod. I actually really love Let's it. Let's go. Is Dan yeah. still a word? Yeah. I, I get. I can't be. <laughs>